Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson. This episode is brought to you by Live Casino. Folks, football season is here, and Live Casino is where FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sports betting app, comes to life. Step up and place your bets at our self-service kiosk or with a sportsbook representative. Then cheer on your team and catch every heart-pounding moment of action on our huge 40-foot video wall. Bet, watch, and win at Live Casino Pittsburgh, Route 30 at the Westmoreland Mall. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And real quick, my latest article. I'm, I always record these the day before. I'm recording this Wednesday, little right afternoon. Uh, my latest article went up late last night, so it was late, late Tuesday night. Uh, I urge you to check it out. A lot of very favorable and appreciative comments from you guys. I like that. That was nice. Uh, very, very cool. But it's basically, it's all Steeler-centric, of course, and it was all about, I've seen enough of Gunnar Olszewski. I want to see more Connor Hayward. And there's, you know, 14, 1,500 words, something like that. Um, so check that out. Let me know what you think. As we often do, preview this opponent. I'm probably more excited about this game than I should be. I think Carolina's in a good place. I want to see how the Steelers respond. Um, but we're going to do the first segment of when the Steelers have the ball, second segment when the Panthers have the ball. So here we go. I'm going to stat nerd you to death, as I always do on Thursdays. Hold on, hit rewind if you have to to catch up, and I'll be as uh, clear as possible. The Steelers' offense has generated 4.9 yards per play over the course of the year. That's 27th in the league. But over the last three games, 5.4 yards every time they snap the football. So a whole, whole half a yard better. Things are improving. For the year, Carolina's defense gives up 5.3 yards per play, 12th best in the league. But over their past three games, the Panthers are at 4-8. Uh, that's all. That's better than all but four defenses. So both sides are getting better. If you look at the the uh, you know the whole season, like yeah, Carolina's D is pretty good. Steelers O is pretty bad. But you look at it now, it's like wow, they've drastically changed both for the better. Um, for the season, Steelers ranked 20th in overall EPA, 26th per dropback. Seventh in rushing EPA, though. Uh, they need to run the ball. Carolina's defense is 11th overall in EPA, 11th per drop back, 14th against the run. Since week 10, this is a, a trend for both these teams. Since week 10, things have really turned you know, up for both these teams. Panthers opponents are scoring points at just 26.1% of their drives. That's the third lowest rate in the league. Uh, the Steelers' offense is last in the NFL and gains over 15 yards. Last in terms of percentage. Only 9.3 of their plays gain 15 yards or more. Last. 43.5% of the, of the Pittsburgh scoring plays have been touchdowns. Lowest percentage in the league. Ouch. Uh, Deontay Johnson's average depth of target is 10-9 downfield compared to 15-3 for George Pickens. But Johnson has received 35% of Pittsburgh's end zone targets compared to 23% for Pickens. He's leading the team in end zone target percentage, but he's yet to score. Johnson. Pickens has six or fewer targets in his past eight games, but he has a catch of 30 or more yards in three of his past contests. Get him the ball more. Johnson's 82 receiving yards was the most he has tallied since week three which was also the last time Mitch Trubisky saw ex extended playing time. 
With Trubisky under center this year, Johnson has been targeted on 26.7% of his routes compared to just under 21% when Pickett is a quarterback. Trubisky looks for Johnson. Everybody has their guys. Uh, after running a route on 83 and 80% of the team's dropbacks in weeks 11 and 12, Pat Fryermuth has run a route on 55 and 57% of the dropbacks the past two weeks. So over those past two games, though, when he's only run a route 55 and 57% of the time, Fryermuth has gotten a 29% target share in each game, an extremely high percentage for an NFL tight end. And his 24.4% target rate for the season is fifth amongst all tight ends. Fryermuth's touchdown reception last week was his first, though, since week two. You might want to rewind that. There's a lot of stats in that one. But he's extremely efficient, and he's playing extremely well. And frankly, I think Fryermuth's their best offensive player right now. But he has not been running a high percentage of routes the last two weeks. It's making me a little crazy. Brian Burns, exceptional edge rusher. He has 10 of the Panthers' 28 sacks. He's recorded at least half a sack in five straight home games. They have nine different defenders that have recorded a sack, but none of those nine have more than four. Uh, Pittsburgh allows 2.6 sacks per game. Nine teams give up more. So it's a little little high, obviously. Um, Exact same amount of play action for both Pickett and Trubisky, 19% which is also very low and too low. Najee Harris has played 56% of the offensive snaps last week. The previous week, he was at 66. For the season, he sits at 66. Jalen Warren has played 27 of the Steelers' offensive snaps, but last week he was on the field for 40% of the plays. Uh, Harris has also found the end zone four times in the last four games. Panthers' defense last week gave up just fifty or 46 rushing yards, but for the season, they ranked 24th, allowing 128.8 yards per game on the ground. The running back position averages 4.7 yards per carry against Carolina, though. That's 26th in the league against running backs, but it's been a lot better lately. Running backs have gashed them, especially early in the year. Um, Pittsburgh's offense has produced points on eight occasions this year in the final two minutes of the first half. Three touchdowns, five field goals. So you only get, often you don't even get the ball in the last two minutes of the first half. But they've they've scored points, not last week. It would have been nice to do it last week, but instead they threw a pick. Um, Last week, speaking of, Pittsburgh converted 50% of their third downs. They were four for eight. Over their last five games, the Steelers have also converted exactly 50% of their third down attempts, 34 out of 68. Uh, Over the past three games, only Dallas has been better third down conversion rate than the Steelers. Carolina's defense ranks 22nd on third downs this year. They've been, that's kind of an underreported story. Steelers offense has been awesome on third downs for a pretty good stretch here. Uh, On first and second, I already told you this one, I'll skip it. That's Fryermuth just not being used enough, which is making me crazy. Uh, On average, the Steelers are running 64 and a half snaps per game. That's 11th most in the league. Carolina's opponents are running 64.8 plays per game. That's the 27th highest amount. But the Panthers have gotten that number down to 58.7 over their last three. A lot better. On third and fourth downs, Carolina will often put Derek Brown, big nose tackle type, alongside three defensive ends. So last week in third and fourth downs, people think of him as just a nose, but he's a great dominant interior player. He played 93% of those snaps, third and fourth downs. 
Brian Burns played 100%. And then Yatir Gross Matos and Marquise Haynes also played 93 and 87%. So three defensive ends on the field. Uh, Haynes only plays 26% of the first and second down snaps. So he comes down as a third down specialist. And they get a NASCAR package in there with Brown as well is, is kind of the beef. Uh, last one here for this side of the ball. The Panthers opponents are scoring a measly 1.5 points per first quarter of play. So no one's scoring early on Carolina. Not only is that best in the league, but it's a whole point better than the Ravens, who's second best in the defense on, in first quarters of action. But in the fourth quarter of games, Carolina gives up 8.3 points on average. Only the Ravens, Browns, and Saints are the teams allowing more in the fourth quarter. It's amazing to me that happens to be the Ravens. The Ravens and Panthers are awesome in defense in the first quarter, horrendous in the fourth. So stick with it. All right, I will be back in a moment here. A little bit of water. Be back to talk about when the Panthers have the ball. start with some basic stuff over the course of the year carolina is at 5.1 yards per play 23rd in the league but over the last three games um only the oh i'm sorry they're they're 5.1 which is 23rd but even though they're winning games they're still generating very little yards per play so over their past three only the rams texans and colts are generating less yards per snap than Carolina's offense. Steelers give up 5.7 yards per play. That's 21st. But over their last three, that's down to 5.1. For the season, Carolina ranks 28th in overall EPA, 31st per dropback, but 5th in rushing EPA, and that's going upwards. Steelers defense is 23rd in overall EPA, 20th per dropback, 21st versus a run, which is going down. Four different quarterbacks have thrown a pass this year for the Panthers, but it is Sam Darnold's job now. He has yet to throw an interception. However, in his two starts, he has only thrown 43 passes. The Panthers produced just 169 net passing yards per game and have just 11 touchdowns for the whole season. On average, they only throw for 169 yards. Ten different Panthers were targeted in the passing game last week, but none of their receivers had more than four targets. Their best receiver, DJ Moore, uh, finished the day without a catch, and he did injure his ankle, but he played 96% of the snaps. Moore hasn't caught more than four passes in a game since week eight, and he's far and away their best guy. Um, The Steelers blitz at the sixth highest rate in the NFL. Carolina's offense is seeing blitz at the eighth highest rate. I would imagine all those things keep up. Over the past two weeks, Pittsburgh has given up 361 yards on the ground. Last week, the Panthers ran for 223 in Seattle, with four ball carriers accounting for at least 30 rushing yards, but their longest run by a running back was only 16 yards. For the year, the Steelers allow just 115.8 yards per game, which is 15th. So they don't get big runs. They just run it and run it and run it and run it. Pittsburgh's defense gives up 4.2 yards per rushing attempt, but 5.0 over their last three games. They've played some pretty darn good rushing teams. 
and defense hasn't been good on the ground. Uh, only five defenses are better than 4.2. Over their past three games, Carolina is producing just 4.1 yards per rush attempt. Uh, for the year, Carolina is converting just 28% of their third down opportunities. But they are 10 of 18 on fourth down situations. Only two offenses have been worse on third downs. In their most recent three games, the Steelers are allowing third down conversions just 28.6% of the time, and that is fifth best in the league. So third downs are going to be key here. One team's been really good on them, one's been really bad. Carolina's been the really bad one. Last week, um, their running backs, I mentioned a lot of ball carriers. Dante Foreman played 34 snaps, Chuba Hubbard played 23, and a youngster, Raheem Blackshear, at 14. He Blackshear led the group in routes run, though, and got the highest snap percentage of his career. So his his role might be spiking a little bit. He also averaged eight yards a carry. Blackshear's kind of a return type. He's got a lot more juice than these other guys, especially Foreman. Um, but Hubbard was on the field for every third down situation but one. He's really the third down back. Um, Foreman only has five catches this year. Uh, it's rare to see just one cornerback on the field. I, I told you this before, though. I mean, the Steelers played a ton of ton of snaps last week with just one cornerback on the field. Um, they also never took Minka or Edmonds off the field last week against the Ravens, but still KZ played 59% of the snaps. So the off-the-ball guys, Devin Bush, he played 84% of the total snaps compared to 57% by Robert Spillane, only 56% by Miles Jack. And Miles Jack was only on the field for 20% of the third and fourth downs. So, I mean, a lot of those are short, I think, when he's out there. But when he, when they're third and four or longer, Miles Jack's not on the field. Uh, the Titans and Falcons are the only two offenses in the league that run fewer plays per game than Carolina. Over the last three games, Pittsburgh's defense has only been on the field for 58.7 plays per game. That's the sixth fewest. Carolina scores 2.5 points on average in the first quarter of play. Only the Cardinals and Texans are worse. I mentioned how their defense is great in the first quarter. Well, so is their offense is just as bad. But it's kind of a weird dichotomy because the same thing's true for them on fourth in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter games, Panthers average 7.8 points per score per points scored per quarter in the fourth quarter. Lions, Vikings, Cowboys, and Seahawks are the only ones that have scored more fourth quarter points. So the defense allows a lot of points in the fourth quarter. The offense scores a lot of points in the fourth quarter. The defense allows very little points in the first, and the Panthers' offense scores very few points in the first. Kind of strange. Uh, last year, and then speaking of first quarter, Steelers allow 5.3 points per average in the first quarter. The Rams and Eagles are the only ones worse. So Steelers allow a ton of points in the first quarter. But Steelers also give up 5.3. Again, it was 5.3 in the first. In the fourth quarter of games. So you would think, boy, that's bad. 5.3 in the first quarter. 5.3 in the fourth quarter. Well, in the fourth quarter, that's better than all but 10 teams. Teams score more late in games, folks. I mean, I've always told you, fourth quarter defense is a bit of a myth nowadays. And that's kind of proof. So to reiterate that one, Steelers allow 5.3 points in the first quarter. 5.3 in the fourth for compared to the rest of the league, that's really bad in the first. Compared to the rest of the league, it's quite good in the fourth. So there you have it. Hope you learned a thing or two there. Um, we will talk some more general 
Panther stuff and break down individual matchups to watch in this game. They have a lot of fun individual players, especially on defense. Over and out. See you later. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.